guys, I'm Lucy, and you're listening to Short Stories for Kids, the magical podcast of storytelling. I wonder what adventure awaits us today. This week's premium episode is called Daniel, the Magic Key, and the Baby Dragon. Daniel and his brother Tommy were playing in the backyard one day when they find a box containing a magic key. The key opens a little blue door in a tree and Daniel and Tommy enter another world where they discover a baby dragon that needs their help. Will they be able to help the baby dragon? And will they ever find their way back home? To find out, come and be a super fan of Short Stories for Kids and sign up to our premium channel. Here you'll receive a Friday bonus episode every week, plus our entire back catalog of over 250 original stories ad-free. As a premium member, you'll also get a guarantee that your idea will be made into a story and read out on the show. Also, premium-only shoutouts just for you guys. To join up in two simple clicks, just go to our website at shortstoriesforkidspodcast.com. Once upon a time, in a distant kingdom, lived a young prince. The prince had never wanted for anything and was always surrounded by the most magnificent toys, enjoyed the greatest entertainment and wore the finest clothes. The trouble was, despite all the wonderful things he had, the prince was always stomping around saying he was bored and had nothing to do. His birthday was approaching and his parents, the king and queen, was struggling to think of suitable gifts for their son. For his previous birthdays, they had brought him a magnificent racehorse, a ship with a 50-man crew, and a carriage inlaid with gold. What do they get a boy who already had so much already? In desperation, the king and queen sent for a wizard to attend them at court. When the wizard arrived, he was immediately ushered in front of the royal couple. Wizard, said the king, our son the prince deserves only the very best. We have given him so much and yet he still thinks he is bored and has nothing to do. Oh, we are at a loss what gift to give him. So we demand that you create the most amazing gift ever conceived. But Saya, said the wizard, it sounds as if your son already has so much. If he is not happy with all of that now, how can something I create ever hope to satisfy him? You're a wizard, aren't you? said the queen angrily. Isn't it your job to conjure up the amazing? Indeed, that is so, replied the wizard. But with so much already, does he really deserve yet another outstanding gift? Remember, our son is a prince, scolded the queen. He deserves everything he gets. Very well, said the wizard with a bow. I shall give him something he deserves. 
the wizard put his hand in his pocket and pulled out a tiny white cube with fine gold lines spiraling across its surface. And this he placed on the floor before him. He then took a step backwards, clapped his hands, and the cube grew until it was the width of the wizard's two outstretched hands. It's not very big, muttered the king. What is it? It's a wish box, explained the wizard. And only your son, the prince, can make wishes with it. <laughs> Marvelous, said the delighted queen. Surely our son will never again complain of being bored and have nothing to do. On the prince's birthday, the king and queen presented their son with the wish box. He was used to such enormous, expensive presents that at first he was quite disappointed. Well, what is it? He demanded, already getting bored with it. It's a wish box, my darling, explained the queen, opening the box's lid. I understand that whatever you wish for shall appear inside here. Is that so? said the prince, becoming interested again. The box had been set on a beautifully carved walnut table, and the prince now approached it and placed his hand on top of the box. I wish for the world's biggest ruby! The fine gold lines on the box suddenly glowed brightly, and then the top of the box opened ever so slightly with a soft click. The prince lifted the lid and pulled out the largest ruby the world had ever seen. Oh, what an amazing present, laughed the prince. I'm going to have so much fun with this. The prince was left alone in his chamber with his new spectacular gift as he thought about what he would wish for next. I know, said the prince, and he placed his hand on top of the box. I wish I had a monkey. The box shimmered, and there inside was a black and white monkey. It hopped out of the box and immediately ran up the curtains, much to the prince's delight. You're so funny, said the prince, as the monkey stared down at him. I'm going to wish for another. Ten minutes later, and the chamber was full of monkeys, climbing the furniture, pulling paintings off the wall, and swinging from the chandelier. Ha ha! laughed the prince. It's like a zoo in here! And that gave him an idea. I wish for a tiger, he said. It didn't occur to him that the box was too small to hold a tiger. But because it was a magic box... This wasn't going to be a problem. The box shimmered and then grew in size until it was balancing dangerously on the walnut table. This time, the front of the box folded down and out sprang a tiger. As the box closed once more, the monkeys panicked. Many of them raced for the open doors on the balcony where the tiger swiftly followed. The prince was delighted. I wish for a rhinoceros, he announced. The box shimmered and grew some more, but it was too much for the little walnut table as it shattered and collapsed under the box's weight. 
The box's front once again folded down and out charged a rhinoceros. It charged around the room, sending the remaining monkeys into a frenzy before plowing through the prince's closed doors and out into the corridor beyond. The prince thought this was terrific fun. I wish for a dragon, he said with glee. The box shimmered and grew some more, knocking the chandelier to one side and several monkeys with it. This time, the box opened like a flower, and there, in its center, was a fearsome dragon of midnight blue with pale eyes and smoking nostrils. It flicked out its tail, which crashed into the prince's bed, splintering into matchwood, then made straight for the balcony and the blue sky beyond. The prince ran to the window to see the dragon circling the castle, and it reminded him of when he'd stand here in the winter and look out across everything covered in snow. He ran back to the now-closed box and put his hand on its giant side. I wish it would snow! The box shimmered and grew cold to the touch. The prince stepped backwards as a thousand holes opened up across every side, pushing out an icy blast. The room became incredibly cold as a blizzard blew through to the outside. The monkeys huddled together for warmth as ice formed on the chandelier and snowdrifts built up in the corners of the room. And the prince jumped up and down and clapped his hands with joy. When the blizzard eventually settled down, he ran back to the balcony to see a thick covering of snow across the castle and all the fields and woodlands and beyond. Snow, he laughed, and right in the middle of summer. Down below, he could hear shouting, and looking down, he could see a group of monkeys racing out of the kitchens, carrying his birthday cake, followed by an angry cook, pastry chef, and ten members of the kitchen staff. The monkeys dropped the cake while trying to climb the castle wall, splattering it on the frozen ground. The prince watched as the kitchen staff gathered around the smashed cake to wail and shout, and then the pastry chef pointed up to the prince's balcony and began to wave his fist. Before the prince could react, he heard a terrible scream come from the next balcony along. The tiger had cornered a duke and duchess, guests of his birthday party, to be held that evening. Two knights were trying to shoo the tiger away, while another pointed accusingly directly at the prince. Before the prince could react, he heard people shouting from the stables. Looking down, he could see the rhinoceros charging through the yard, sending grooms and stable hands flying while horses bolted. One of the grooms helped the master of the hounds to his feet, who was furiously shouting up at the prince. Before the prince could react, he spotted a swarm of people flooding in from the fields beyond the castle walls. The sudden freeze had destroyed all of the crops, and now the kingdom would surely starve without its harvest. The police were shaking axes and hoes and rakes and were all extremely angry, pointing up towards his chamber. The prince knew he was in serious trouble. 
Unsure of what to do, he ran back into his room, where his eyes settled upon the wish box amongst all the broken furniture and mess. I wish I had somewhere to hide. The box shimmered and shrank until it was half the prince's height, and then its lid popped open to reveal itself empty. The prince climbed inside and pulled the lid shut, where it clicked closed with a soft click. When the furious king and queen burst into the room, followed by dozens and dozens of angry people, they could not find the prince anywhere. The only place they had not looked was the wish box, and so the queen knelt down and popped open the lid. The wish box was empty. And nobody ever saw the prince again. The end.